Spartan Beast Game Cast episode 532. Yes, GTA 5 is fucking popular. I'm your host, Jim Gas, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? <laughs> Corey Feinstein. Ahoy! And Tony Korkanakis. Yo. Yeah, I just had to start off with that. 140 million copies sold of GTA 5. I just. They had the best year since 2013 last year of selling their game. Like, it didn't even make their lists. That's how good these other games must have sold to keep it off the top ten because we haven't talked about it. The game that like shall not be spoken for a while. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, Take Two took off the digital sales from the MPD, so there was a lot that we weren't seeing. <sighs> Just kind of like how yeah. Nintendo, we don't we don't get the number the digital numbers from Nintendo. I mean, I I mean I don't even blame them. They're re-releasing it on PS5 and Xbox Series X. I don't even blame them. Like you, you can't argue with that. Like absolutely, it's it's an untapped. Another untapped market. They're, they're selling so many. 140 million copies of GTA V since 2013. Yep. So, insane. insane. It's, it's just default video game for many people. And yeah, it's like Madden, right? It's just like you pick that up, you pick up Madden or whatever, or, you know, NBA or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't that's think it. Madden's like that anymore. Like, it's no, just... you're right. You're right. Call of Duty? It's like Call of Duty or GTA. Which one are you getting with your system? Both. There you go. Yes. Doesn't Both, matter. Yeah. So, all right, guys, uh, welcome to 532 of the GameCast listeners and viewers. Uh, I don't know, I just had to start off with that tidbit of news because it's just like, that's me, guys. You know I talk about it. I hate to talk about it, but got to give it props. That was hell of a numbers. So uh, let's let's kick off, though, with what we've been up to. Uh, I finally got to play, got, got to sit down finally and uh, get back to Yakuza uh, Like a Dragon. And, uh, man, game is, like, just so awesomely bizarre. That it's just it it's so fun. Like I got to change job classes now, so that when I go into battle, I'm no longer wearing my business outfit, like my yakuza outfit, the official thing. <laughs> now I'm wearing now I'm wearing knight armor, and it's like it, not in the game though. When you walk around the streets, you're a normal dude, but like I told you guys, when he goes into combat mode, it's like he's imagining dra- you know um what do you call it the dragon quest the dra- dragon quest yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's he's just imagining it as that. So you're seeing the villains turn into like I was fighting glow stick kids. I'm not even kidding you. They were glow stick kids, and they were hitting us. With, they were doing the they, they were doing the glow stick twirls. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. And uh, my one character is an idol singer. Uh, the other guy's a uh, hippie musician now. And they all dress like they they turn into these characters when you go into combat. It's just hilarious, like off the wall shit. Um, I'm, I, it's so fun, like. Quick, quick side mission. I gotta tell you this story of a side mission. Like, I just did a crawfish, sorry, crawfish side mission. You see this crawfish on the side of the street, and you think it's like, oh, I'm gonna help you get back in the water. So you throw it as hard as you can into the water, and some guy runs up, no, that was my pet. And you feel so bad that you're like, okay, I'm gonna go get it for you. So you go and find the crawfish, bring it back to him, and he goes to stab it like he's gonna eat the thing. He's like, oh, good, I raised this to eat it. And you're like, whoa. So you have to get him like the sushi set or whatever like that. And at the end of the thing, you go back and uh, you save the crawfish and it becomes a summon for you in combat later to fight for you. <laughs> so this is the kind of side mission you just have in this game. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, just yeah it's good to hear. Yeah. It's good to hear that the game is fun and I look forward to it. Uh, I mean, it just seems inevitable it's going to hit Game Pass. Um, oh, absolutely. This year. Absolutely. So, yeah. I'll play it there. Um, it's interesting, though, because, like, <clears throat> so uh, Nagoshi, who's the uh, director of the Cusa series, that, like, what 
you know, yeah. really put him on the map. He actually uh, just got demoted at Sega as part of a uh, management restructure. Um, really? So he was the chief creative officer previously, and now he's just a creative director, which, I mean, it's still good, but it's definitely a step down. And I can't help but wonder to, you know, one of Mike's recurring questions is where's Sonic Mania 2 and stuff like that, because I just feel like the past generation for Sega has just kind of been mostly negative rather than positive in terms of like you're seeing like you know you, we could take a look at all these other uh companies japanese companies like namco square enix capcom they've had resurgences of all all their classic ips all their classic ips i mean capcom like you know going out like everybody's horny for resident evil right now and it, you know you look at that uh you look at namco like Literally. namco brought back soul caliber ace combat all that stuff and you know it's like you look at fucking sega and it's like what are you guys doing? Like, honestly, what the fuck are you guys doing? It's funny because you could say Yakuza is seeing its biggest wave of popularity ever right now, but Sonic, they fucked up again. Like, yeah. Mania Mania gave them a chance to have a Sonic resurgence, like, and right movie. now. And, and, and a yeah, good movie. For, for sure, but for whatever reason, and again, there's rumors that Sonic Team was pissed off that Christian Whitehead and all these basically they were uh, like pirates not well modders or whatever uh took took their property and did it better <laughs> and everyone liked it more and then that was the end of it i don't, i don't know if that's true but there's no sonic mania 2 and it's been and it's crazy because they gave now. them the opportunity to make that game like oh yeah you guys can do this and like we'll get it out there for you and everything and then they like, people oh. generally really like sonic mania and then the Sonic Forces game also came out, and people generally didn't care for that game. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. it's a big contrast, and now now they they don't know what they're doing. Um, but no, they they could have had that resurgence right now. That's the problem. That's what's kind of annoying about it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, just to I know we we need to get into the rest of what we've been up to, but just I thought that was a good segue into conversation about Sega, just because like again, this is one of those things where you look at Sega. And, you know, again, I was always more of a Nintendo guy, but, like, the thing is, like, Sega still, you know, to me was an important part, just even, like, the rivalry and, like, the, the stuff that Nintendo oh, yeah. didn't do. So it's just, like, it, it's super disappointing. I'm glad the Yakuza series is there. Don't get me wrong. Did but, you like, say it does what Nintendo? Yeah, exactly. No, I was, I, that, that was like, trying to get that point across. I got you. Uh, and, I got you. you. Know, I, I'd, I'd really like them, you know, especially hearing you talk about, like, um, this iteration of Yakuza being just so out there in weirdness and stuff like i need that from sega like i need more of that from sega like where's the space channel 5 where's you know uh, yeah, aside from sonic yeah. where's, where's all this other stuff like they re they released um a new like sakura wars game which used to be super popular in japan but then they, they released it only on like playstation 4 and they came out over here and like didn't do anything and just like why why like why would you miss a big jrpg platform like a switch like it just didn't make sense because it's not like it's a graphically demanding game you look at that and you're like yeah whatever you know so that's anyway yeah uh yeah so i was that's that's really all i played though so uh that's it for me uh mike you haven't been around two so, weeks what yeah, you been uh, on a related note i uh i've started uh yakuza 3 remastered um <laughs> but also and i'm doing this somewhat semi-unintentionally but Meanwhile, I've also kind of fell back into just cleaning up stuff in Cyberpunk. 
Which is, I don't want to do two games like that at the same time, but that's just kind of how it happened. Although, <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm not really doing anything, like, very, like, long, sweeping stories in Cyberpunk, because that's all done. I'm just, like, finding quick side stuff to do. But, uh, and uh, part of it is that Yakuza Remastered, Yakuza 3, it does feel pretty dated <laughs> playing it. Um, and, but it's not, not in the way I thought. I expected it to be dated in that, like, there was less, like stuff to do in it it's not that it has lots of side activities it has what looks like sort of like a job side story as well but what it is dated in is uh, it's not even graphically that bad it's not great looking by any stretch but it's it's tolerable but the controls and like the 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 upgrade system and like it's just not great (laughs) and um it's definitely and then uh, apparently this game came out in 2009, and so it's even dated for then a little bit because that's like you know, Batman Arkham City was out then, like, and this is this just not in that league. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, uh, we'll see how it goes. The story is still kind of interesting, although I have to sort of adjust because some of the character models look a little different than what I of the same characters than what they were in the Kiwami version, which chronologically in the story took place beforehand um but you know we'll see how it goes but it's uh, it's definitely a little bit of a shock to sort of you know go backwards a bit with how like the the fighting mechanics are so much but it's still solid i just uh i'm trying to decide how much time i want to spend on it or if i'm just gonna rush through it and get to like four or five six and, you know go from there but yeah it's still a yakuza it's still fun Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, Corey? I really haven't played much this week. Some board games. Yep. Uh, we watched the Super Bowl. Hmm? Yeah, the oh, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That was what we do in the Shadows reference. Super Bowl. Um, Tony, anything for you? Uh, just more Final Fantasy. I uh, just okay. beat the latest expansion, like the base game, which mm-hmm. was phenomenal. Like, Absolutely, one hundred percent. It is a shame that it's an MMO, like locked behind being an MMO. But like I said, they tried everything in their power to make it so that if you just wanted a single player experience, you don't have to really interact with other people at all. Um, and it's it's really cool. Um, obviously, just one of those things that I'm like, man, um, just seeing where that game came from because I know. You know, back on this podcast, we used to slam that like all the time. You know, just you know the original, uh, and just seeing where it is now, and just it's it's so awesome. Uh, coincidentally, they had a uh, online presentation on Friday detailing um, the next expansion that's coming out this fall um, for its, I believe, tenth year anniversary or whatever like that. And I'm just like, damn, that's that's crazy uh, to think about and stuff like that. And they're like, um, and it's going to bring a conclusion to the this chapter of the story because despite being out for ten years, it covers like only one saga, I guess, which would be the equivalent of like you know the Skywalker saga or whatever like that. So uh, really exciting, really interested in, in finally being a part of like that community now, and I, I see why everybody loves it so much now. Um, so it was just super awesome. Cool. All right, all right. Uh, that's pretty much it for what I've been up to. Um... Let's get into some news. Kick it off with... Um, hmm. well, let's see. I think... How about we kick it off with a rumor? Not even a rumor. It's already been posted. 
Halo Master Chief Collection coming to a new platform. I mean, the way they worded it, it clearly says play it a new way. Not just I mean, backwards compatible type of thing? Uh, I, I honestly, the way it's worded, I, I could see it being on the Switch. I don't know why I'm just thinking Switch. It's, it's weird because this rumor was around like a year or two ago where they were like, yeah, Halo's going to come to Switch. Uh, via yeah. Master Chief Collection, and for some reason it just died out. Even though there was just more games from Microsoft being ported over to Switch, like Ori and Cuphead and stuff like that, and it just died out. So I'm not sure. If maybe just there's some difficulty with it. Maybe this will be one of those Switch Pro exclusive games or something like that. I don't know. The difficulty they couldn't even get it turned on their own system. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, it took the long, long enough time, but. Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, the wording is a new place and a new way to play, which would on the go or docked. Yeah. I, I just see it being Switch. Like, I'm sorry. Just do I it. mean, that makes the most amount of sense, but I could also see them being like, come to xCloud or whatever like that. Yeah, I'm not sure if it is or too. not, but like, I, it is one of that's the, the most non-surprise tease they could do. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's on xCloud now or whatever the fuck they call mm-hmm. the platform. It's like, yeah. Trug. Like everybody expected that. That's not interesting. It's not fun. No. Yeah. If it was like, hey, it's coming to Switch, and you could play like local, like multiplayer, that would be cool. Like that would be cool. But let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We talked about EA last week. I don't think we did. EA making three billion from Star Wars games. We talked about it being like coming out with other with other companies now. But EA made a shit ton of money in Star Wars games. It did. That was reported last week. Three billion. Over three billion. That's I mean, for we talked about how much they let that property just die and didn't make much. Yeah, but, but they made but shit that's ton what of I'm money. saying. Like imagine if they had released even yeah. more games. Yeah. Even I mean more. that <laughs> Yeah. That's it's crazy to think about that, really. Um I mean the thing is like I'm I, despite all sorry, the shit with with um Battlefront 2, I mean, it still did well, you know, in spite of mm-hmm. everything. Like, like, that's the power of the brand. In spite of all the issues that that game launched with, it was still super popular. Yeah. They supported sure. it, you know, and stuff like that. And those microtransactions, you know, um, will make money. There's there's, there's tons of people out there who, who don't give a shit. Yeah. Just like, okay, I just well, there's more to... of them, honestly, yeah. than yeah. there. Exactly. So. so, you know, good good on them. Maybe just, you know, let's make some some other games, you know, and they're they're two in a row right now, so I'm hoping, you know, we get another one soon. Yeah. Uh, Borderlands developer Gearbox bought out for $1.3 billion. That's crazy to me. Pitchford remains CEO. I wonder what kind of magic trick he pulled to still be CEO. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, but how you make, yeah, you make that kind of money from, was it THQ Nordic, right? Yeah. yeah, Embracer Group. Yeah, formerly known as uh, THQ Nordic, Borderlands developer Gearbox Software. Um, I didn't even know they had, they had that kind of money to buy this. You know that kind of that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of money for uh, Pitchford to make. Nope. Um, that is crazy. So, yeah. Um, I just don't see how they're worth that much, though. I don't. I don't, I don't see it either. Like, that's a shit ton of money for that that group. Because, like, I mean, that's a lot of Borderlands. And that's, unfortunately, the thing. Like, they only really do Borderlands, right? Well, they're they they're publisher, too. So they right, right. And uh, but they have I mean, the last the thing they Homeworld. They have yeah. God's Fall or something. Or yeah, they have the, L- the Aliens game. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mostly, I mean, Borderlands is a huge property, though. It's like, it is gigantic. Yeah. For $1.2 billion? That's. I mean, they haven't been doing so much. Boosting the IP. Yeah, that that movie deal, man. Yeah, could be that. You're right. Could be that. Uh, Stadia last week we talked about. Actually, there was a podcast title last week. Uh, Terraria uh, Terraria Creator cancels Stadia release after Google locks his account. I don't even know the drama for this whole thing after this point, but I'm like, that is absurd by itself. Uh, I guess he has emailed them multiple times with no response, so he just decided to cancel the port. It's hilarious to me. Like, absolutely, <laughs> positively hilarious. Uh, I, I guess it's like burn the bridge, just burn it down. Yeah. Close your studio, let's burn it all. Yep. Burn it all down. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> Terraria is not coming to stadium for those who still have that. If you're still paying for that... Uh, Let's get out. <laughs> get out. Uh, and last bit of news, I thought we'd leave this one for the end. E3 2021 will have a digital event planned for June. Do we care? Is this no. relevant? No. Is this... Not to me. I mean, what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing for this? How do you do E3 digital? How do you do E3 digital? Same way you do anything else now. <laughs> no, it's... it's but it's about the interactions at individual meetings and also playing early demos of games. It's, it's about what that. This is what I've been saying. Like, every company is, does their own thing now. Every single yeah. company. No, I know. I got you. Like, no, unless they're, like, indie or, you know, just above indie. Like, any AAA publisher, they already do their own thing. They do. And you got to wonder, like, I mean, they were talking about a couple of studios were going to build demos for E3. So, like, do they mail them to people to play during, like, a... Zoom session? Like, I don't know. No, what that's not planning. Don't be, don't be PC download shit again. Yeah. I think E3 yeah, no. is, like, definitely helped the smaller companies more uh, just to get those, the networking and stuff like that. And you don't the, the have that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, now, yeah, these just giant companies just doing their own thing. It doesn't have the draw. Uh, so it's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, no, I it kind of reminds me of the... Uh, What's going on with the combine right now with NFL? Because I'm so into yeah. like NFL stuff right now. But uh, well, yeah, your your team gets a good pick. You're gonna watch that stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm just I'm shocked to. I mean, we we they were close to folding anyways. But I mean, they're gonna. This is it. I mean, this is their last hurrah. This digital only event doesn't generate any kind of hype. It's Here's the thing though. That's there's like almost there's got to be like very little expense this time. Because of that, there's no, they're not renting anything I, out too much. I disagree. I think it still costs them money. Like, I mean, DC picks oh, yeah. a shit company for that DC show we watched. Remember that one earlier in the last year? I mean, sure. They, yeah, they, they, they also like, got a, a bunch yeah. of actors to show up in a specific place for that, too. Yeah. Um, but but uh, you're going to get I, that with E3, though. Uh, I'm not sure. You're so making sure. these studios show up exactly when your E3 is scheduled. So you're scheduling them for that. Yeah, I get it, but I, it's got to be a fraction of the expense of a physical thing. I don't know, man. I think the thing is with E3, it used to be like you paid E3 to be there. Now it's like E3 needs to pay you to be you there. You to be there, yeah. That's <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like the idea of it still being a coordinated time, but what's keeping them there? I mean, you have the Game Awards now, so it's like this stuff. <laughs> Oh, that's the other. We'll premiere that stuff there. It's the other thing, though. It's like this is the summer one, 
now. <laughs> sure, sure. Like I said, I feel bad for like the smaller companies and developers and indies or whatever that use that for networking and things like that. But well, they can. I mean, now you have other ways to do it. So yeah, LinkedIn, baby. That's it. That's it. Um, did you guys see the? Uh, what was I gonna say here? The um, oh Jesus, I lost my train of thought that I was gonna go with. Uh, Shoot. Any project red got cyber attacked. Yeah. And I saw that today, but there was another thing that came out today. I was like, I just had it queued up. Where did it go? Ugh. Shoot. Yes, they got they got they got attacked. I know that. And um, I I'm sorry, I'm still kind of scrolling through looking for my <laughs> note that I wrote. I had it. They had like a ransom note left, and apparently they got uh, the Witcher Three and Cyberpunk source code that they, they could leak somewhere. Whatever. I'm not sure, I'm not sure okay. what that would do, but whatever. Fuck CD Projekt Red. <laughs> yeah, I want them to get to work on this. Oh, um, did you hear the news that? Well, I mean, there's there's rumors Silent Hill is actually happening. We we didn't talk about that last Don't week. Don't care. Don't believe it until it happens. <laughs> We, they, we had a freaking teaser for it, man. <laughs> well, we know. We had a demo. We had a demo for it years ago. Um, and then, uh, let's see. EA is going to decide Anthem's fate this week. That's true. Uh, I, you know, I I don't think it's going to be good. I don't think the fate of Anthem is in a, in, is in a good spot. Because if, I, if we're hearing about it that way... I don't it's think it's weird. Good. It's weird that we are hearing about it at all. <laughs> yes. Before yes. they decide what to do, but um, yeah, it's uh, Anthem 2.0 or whatever the hell they were saying. Can you uh, can you imagine them going ahead with it at this point, or is this this is going to be it? Do we all think this is going to be it? It's it. It's I don't this is it. Yeah. You know, I watched. Um, I did watch the trailer for Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition. I'm kind of hyped. I. I mean, it's, there's three it's good games in there. Games, but uh, yeah. yeah. You know, what, like, little, guys, little into it. Mass Effect Two is like, if not, if, like, the more you think back on it, the more it's like, you know, how many times? How many times we talked about this game on this podcast? Sure. And I just, All of our game it's of such year. a major game. It's, it's like maybe like the best game from that I've played my personally myself of all time. Like I would say there's Zelda and stuff like that, but I'm not saying it is, but it's in the top games up there. You know what I mean? So it's like Which game, the mass effect too. So like the fact that they're remaking it and it looks good. I mean, I watched the trailer I watched some like comparison shots. Like, I think it looks really good what they've done. Uh, it kind of, I'm kind of psyched to play. Legendary it still Edition. plays well. I played, I played, uh, I played, uh, the, and the 360 version. They're taking wanna... like, the HUD from two is across all games now because two is the most loved HUD. So they moved that to three and one, and they've also changed combat to be more throughout. You know, one was different. One had the overheating. They changed weapons. the other. They got rid of that. I don't know. I don't know, but it's possible. It's possible. I think, Maybe I that'll think be the big said, surprise. No, it's a big surprise. They can spawn their own Mass Effect uh, Four. Right? I think they said that they would do the, um, the director's cut or whatever ending. Like oh, if they default. didn't do that, that'd be ridiculous. Because, um, but you know, I I wonder if going back, because I'm a little in, interested in this as well. If going back to it, because I didn't see the director's cut ending, because when I when that happened, I went back to Mass Effect Three and I started to try to play like at least the end game stuff again, and I just 
I couldn't do it. I'm just like, I was too like drained by the way the ending was before. It's like, I don't, I don't care about this world right now and I couldn't do it. So I hope now this many years removed, I'm able to not feel drained from the ending still, but it is, it's still, it's still there a little bit looming. Like, yeah, with, man, I get, no, it's just, once it's, I get, we're talking once to an I, ex, man. It's like after years, you're like, oh, maybe I could talk with him. And you're like, no, no, no. You what? can't go back again. No, but what, yeah. Uh, like, man, I love these games still. They're still some of my favorites. No, I, I mean, just, obviously, like, Mass Effect 2 is uh, probably a top five all time like, game. And but, you, you can't argue Mass Effect 3's gameplay was. No, yeah, I, I, I've said this. I argue every single time. I argue every but, single time. But the. Uh, once you get there, like the the sort of looming like sense of dread over is like, well, here's where it all ends, and like it's it's not going to be satisfying. Like I don't know, I don't know if I'll be able to do it again. Like I'll feel it well, as soon as we get we roll over from two to three, I'll feel it. Just play two. Do, do, you, do you like getting quests from just overhearing NPCs in the uh, Citadel? Is that good gameplay? How, isn't up. it how all quests are given? Oh, hey, you need some help? Sure, I'll help you out. I'm Commander Shepard. I just, I and I appreciate oh, you like those, uh, and, I, and I endorse the student, this this weapons shop. Yeah. And how about how, how every single mission had like, oh, somebody needs to hack this console, defend them from the horde until they can come, they can hack it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, I just, did you I don't see know. that story too, where like, um. Andromeda was supposed to have like a bunch of other new races, oh, alien races, but they cut them. They cut them because no, no, they cut them because they were afraid the cosplayers wouldn't be able to oh. put a cosplay them. That that was a no, factor. That's a bunch that's of shit. They didn't no, have the money. That was that they was a factor. No, I mean I'm factors. sure they. they that's they, stupid. Because if there's I, one I thing the cosplayers could do, I believe the fact that they didn't want to have them in for cosplayers more so than they didn't have the money. Because they made a freaking terrible game in Anthem through like hundreds of millions of dollars at that game. I, I bet you they had money for it. They just wanted to cut that's it. That's dumb as shit because cosplayers love the challenge aspect. Sure. I, I don't think there's a single thinking. character that but exists I would that, they, that has a way more. Just because Blasto. of how stupid like, we need this, I need to see thing. some Blasto the, uh, the Henar. I mean, some uh, of these cosplays, oh man, like some of like the Metal Gear cosplayer like stuff I've seen is yeah. like ridiculous. So yeah, yeah, I would totally think that cosplayers would be like, all right, hold my beer kind of thing See, instead of, so, oh no, it's so difficult. When I think about what Mass Effect content I haven't played, it would be, um, I guess, the Citadel DLC. Because, uh, again, I was at the point where I don't feel like going back. I'm curious. Apparently, that's pretty good stuff. Uh, so yeah. I'd be interested in that. I enjoyed it. I played. That's the stuff I picked. I mean, I love playing all that stuff. Like, I'd have to. I'd have to see if it, you know the sense of dread doesn't get to me too much once we go into Mass Effect Three. You're right, though. Like that Mass Effect Three ending is going to be always weighing on you. Once you start three, you're like, like, here comes that awesome. Like the the original thought for me was like, oh man, I get that. I get that mission. The end mission in Mass Effect Two, which was the cool. Like I loved. That last sequence yeah, with building and, the team. Uh, and, my God, I just—it's so easy. Like they say, oh, it's impossible to tie up all these threads. Why can't you just do that ending? That <laughs> just ending? do it. Like just yeah. do it again. Like, like obviously, like it's the amount of permutations that that unfortunately they they just they put themselves in a corner. I agree. I wish we had had that. I would love the game way more than I do if they had that. But but the the choices where like you have to consider for every single character. There's different outcomes on like how did you handle them? Are they positive towards you or negative towards you? Are they even still alive? And like tying that into like, hey, well, if this character is needed for the story, we you know, that's why there are a lot of characters on two that just 
are NPCs. They're not even playable characters this time around. It's like that. Yeah. So I, I understand where they're coming from, but they should have figured that out. They should have. Yeah. Well, no, they, they said they, they said they were gonna, you know, and they didn't deliver on that promise. That's the, that's the biggest. Oh, Bioware thing. not delivering on their promises. That's yes. That's new. Yeah. I never heard that. That's, <sighs> their, that's their that's our company motto at this point. Yeah. I don't even think they're the same anymore. <laughs> I, I promise. I think Bioware, with Mass Effect Legendary Edition, has a unique opportunity to start to rebuild some cred credibility, like to get themselves back. Well, again, this would be this is what with be the a... game that was released ten years ago. Yeah, no way to. No, Mass Effect, GTA Five all over, man. Really, cashing on your game, cash the game in that makes you that gets you on the map. Well, it's it's going. It's there mostly to you know, sort of oh, build hold on. up. The, the, there's a big difference between GTA 5 and any Mass Effect game. GTA 5 still was critically acclaimed when it came out in 2013. Still critically acclaimed. Sure. And it never left the charts. Never. Okay. And it's yeah, a sandbox, man. And you it's just a sandbox. go in there and, and do whatever and, and, and honestly, GTA Online is a big reason why. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, I got you. Get those but, shark cards, yeah. man. There's no shark cards in... Yeah. Mass Effect. <laughs> I mean, but they tried to do that. They tried to do that again with that excellent gameplay of with three, people uh, love that. People love that. Too. I did like the multiplayer. People did like that. I I didn't care for it because that's not what I want to do in a Mass Effect game. But people people really like that multiplayer too. They're actually the war uh, the war the war uh, points or something. I don't even yeah. know. This dumb oh, shit. No, no. Is it galactic readiness? Is that? Oh, it? maybe that was it. But yeah, so they sold us on that too. Like that was going to be like the previous game. Like, oh, you need a certain amount to get the good. Oh end. yeah, and this is not even in this fucking version of the game. They took it out. Well, it's it's just one of the ways to bring it up. Yeah, but people are pissed off that none of the multiplayer is in this. That's one of the complaints. Whatever. But uh, my relationship with Bioware has ended. You guys can continue being suckered if you want and giving them your I'm, money. I'm not suckered. I. And- I liked those games. I haven't played. I enjoyed, since I enjoyed then, Andromeda. I, it wasn't. It was. I've not played an Dragon Age sure. game. Not played uh, <laughs> any of their Anthem. I, I played. I guess I did demo Anthem. I mean, I tried. I tried Dragon Age. It just sucked. Like even like yeah. even remember Anthem. I called bullshit that first CGI trailer. Oh, I know you the, did. I, I was like, no, fucking no way, no way in hell will that ever look like that. That was like, like the, uh, the Division trailer. It was like that. That's what gave me vibes of the Division trailer. It's like, there's no way this game is gonna look like this, but or play like that. It's just all yeah. scripted. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing about Mass Effect is like I've been like missing that for a while. Like that's why I played Dragon Age Inquisition. I had no no previous like familiarity really with the franchise at all and i just knew it was the bioware type like story game and the gameplay was almost non-existent in that game it was bad but i went through it and liked it enough just because it, i was like that for that bioware scheming because that one game of the year too like what the yeah, heck? No, I, I don't I don't really understand. Like the fighting in that game is literally like press attack. And you're like swinging some magic wand in your hand, and little shit shoots off and hones in. Like you don't do anything in that game. That like, is such a terrible fucking game. Man. But yeah. I still played it and liked it enough to get to the end because it had you know that Bioware like world building character stuff. Um. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I that definitely. And nothing's really done that since then. 
It's just on PC, man. Or, or now they've come to Xbox. You should try um like Divinity Sin too. Like it's not but, as triple like, A, but like if you want that Western RPG with characters and like different you know things happening, and, right? And like different outcomes and options. I mean, that's kind of what Witcher Three was a little bit. Yeah, not, it's not quite as much, and it's very and even less what Cyberpunk is, which is why people are pissed off. Yeah, sure. yeah. Or like the new uh, Baldur's Gate Three, that's going to offer that same thing. You know, it's just you gotta you gotta look. For it. You just can't rely on this same vendor that has been selling you shit for ten years. Yeah, I've shit. Liked most of what they've had. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Also, Blizzard said that Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 are not probably oh, not right. coming out 20 Good. Yeah, fuck Blizzard 2. Fuck them. <laughs> it's a great finish to a podcast episode. Fuck Bioware. Fuck Blizzard. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you, I've heard good things uh, so far about the Diablo mobile game. People are actually enjoying it. I actually, yeah, it's funny. I actually had an argument with somebody that they were like, who asked for Diablo mobile? I'm like, Every almost every other game has a fucking mobile version, and millions of people play that. Like, wh- why are you saying who who's asking for that? Just because it's like not the hardcore ass fucking nerds that are like, Ugh, Diablo Four. You're definitely not working on it if you're not announcing it. It's like, really, really, you can't you can't comprehend that you're possibly working on a game like, that they haven't officially announced. Can Can you explain to me though how Overwatch Two is not going to make it this year? Like, it doesn't feel like they're doing a lot to make it a two. So it's like. Is it is it because of the Overwatch League did not get releases? It just so you don't have to worry about the, My, the meta. The understanding I heard, and this is all you know hearsay and rumor and stuff like that, but um, the Overwatch team put a lot of resources into going to the esports route because they Blizzard okay. wanted to make that because a huge success. Different reasons, right? Okay. And and now they're trying to sort of focus on the Overwatch Two aspect, which will have more of the PVE content and stuff like that because. Unfortunately, when um, what's his name Jeff promised, uh, you know, Overwatch. He's like, yeah, Jeff Kaplan. Uh, which that you know that makes good not, but um, yeah, you know, fuck Blizzard, fuck Acty Blizzard. Yeah. No, I, I, right. I mean, I, it's my bold prediction. It's like there's no way Overwatch Two comes out this yeah. year. And, uh, yeah. Cool. It's scheduled like a right. couple months from now too. So we have, uh, yeah, yeah, we we have some bold predictions that are hitting already. It's amazing. It's, yeah. it's February. So. Quick. <laughs> COVID time. Yeah. So. Maybe we gotta have like a halfway one, just be like, hey, we need new ones because uh, <laughs> yeah, right we've hit these all. <laughs> <laughs> we're ahead of our predictions, boys. <laughs> so, all right, let's gonna wrap up 532 of the Gamecast. Thanks for tuning in. You can write us all geek at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. We appreciate we we appreciate the subscribers. Hit the like. Hit the uh, the notifications button. And uh, we'll see you guys next week.